Welcome to the next instalment of In Conversation with Ridouts. My name is Jenny Wild. I'm the director and solicitor at Ridouts, and I'm joined today by two of my fellow directors, Paul Ridout and Caroline Barker. We're gathering here to have a little chat. It's a less formal version of what we've spoken about before. This talk is essentially going to cover when health and social care providers might think about engaging legal services, what might deter them from doing so, and how having legal representation can help you during a difficult crisis. So Paul, if we could just launch straight into this, can you describe for the people watching this film what types of situation people might be facing and what might make them want to consider engaging legal assistance? Yes, Jenny, I can. But first of all, I'd like to say that I think there are very short timescales which affect many of the things that will trouble the operation of a, a care service from time to time. And in taking that decision to seek legal advice, it's really important to do it as quickly as you possibly can. It doesn't do any harm to make a call. Early calls and short calls are not charged. And there's so little time. Every moment is precious if there is something to do. Now, what, what might occur to someone in seeking legal advice is disappointment with the contents of an inspection report, perhaps believing that one was going to get a higher rating, perhaps hoping to push a rating higher, then formal enforcement proceedings of course happen all the time, whether they start with a formal notice proposing to change conditions of registration or to cancel registration, or if perhaps it's worse than that and, and there's a letter or a formal notice which has an immediate impact on registration, even taking registration away. Then there are the things that come before that. Staff problems, operational difficulties, injuries or deaths during the course of the um, working environment, and the safeguarding and other investigations that flow from that. And what I would say is get ahead of the action. Get in there, understand what's going on, and decide when you speak to the lawyer how much legal advice you need and then implement that as quickly as you can. And Caroline, what do you think might deter people from engaging legal representation? Because we've spoken to clients before who have, have seemed apprehensive. Have you come across a situation like that before? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a really interesting question actually. I think people are concerned around almost annoying the regulators. Um, they see it as being quite defensive and actually these are really important situations that where CQC and other regulators are taking enforcement action which could actually destroy business value. So it's really important for providers to actually think about what their case is and how they might approach CQC. Often we see people saying, well, won't it look unfavourably uh, upon us so next time CQC come in will they be a bit more harsh in terms of their findings and actually we find it's often the reverse so um, often with uh, an inspection uh, CQC is more thorough in what they're looking for they're a bit more uh, rounded in their judgments and actually base everything in solid evidence which is what we would hope they would be doing in the first place but isn't always the case. Quite We've had a case recently, um, and we do a variety of different types of cases, which we'll move on to in a moment. 
personally I had a case that was it was going on for around 18 months to two years with a local authority involving a fee dispute and the client was really trying to manage it on their own with different characters from the local authority who appeared to be ever-changing then once they engaged legal services it was two legals speaking to each other in the same language and it, it, it just got a quicker resolution. Do you think that's true to farm, Paul? Yes, I do. And I think it's a misconception to think that you might cause yourselves to be disadvantaged by taking a firm line, obviously a courteous line, obviously a professional line. But I don't agree with what you're saying is the line. I want to hold you to account for that. I'm not just prepared to accept whatever you say. And my experience is certainly that CQC and Ofsted respect that. And when, the, when they receive that sort of response, they say, well, this is a provider that's actually rather a good provider because they're taking their issues seriously. They're not just saying yes, yes, yes to anything to get CQC out of the door. They're saying sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. Let's stand up for what we believe in. I think also um, providers have said to me in the past, well, it's very aggressive to get lawyers involved, isn't it? And quite frequently, we're talking about enforcement action that, that's a, the, the, at the highest end. So the most aggressive action that CQC could be taken, now that's not to say that you meet aggression with aggression. It's, as Paul said, it's about making sure that you're measured in your approach and making sure that you've got firm um, evidence and you set that out in, in a measured way. But actually, people shouldn't be reluctant to put forward their case. Mm. And it's about equal footing, isn't it? It's, it's a fair fight, essentially. And I think health and social care providers can feel slightly overwhelmed if they're going into a meeting, for example, a safeguarding meeting, them as the provider, perhaps with a registered manager, and then met around a table with a cast of thousands. Mm. I know, Caroline, you've been thinking about safeguarding cases and representation there. Do you think that that's a a good situation to bring somebody in to support you? Absolutely. Uh, we often find that, that clients will get a phone call um, asking them to attend a safeguarding meeting and many providers actually just turn up and they haven't been told what the meeting's about, they haven't been provided with an agenda, they don't know who's going to be in attendance. Now with these sorts of safeguarding meetings a number of interested stakeholders could be present including CQC so when we've become involved that's the first thing that we ask for is what is the agenda and that could cover not only the attendees but also the types of um, cases that what wish to be discussed so we've had instances where clients have turned up to a meeting thinking they're just going to discuss a and actually the local authority then slips in b and they haven't got any details they haven't prepared any paperwork they haven't investigated it themselves internally to be able to come prepared and speak knowledgeably to the local authority about the matter in, at hand. So it is actually really important to um, make sure that you're well prepared for that meeting. In addition, I think that often having a legal advisor present can make people a little bit more aware of what they're saying, a little bit more aware of being measured. And it also, as you've mentioned, Jenny, helps to speed the process along sometimes. We had a client a few years ago who came to us after having an embargo on their um, admissions to, to their service for over two years. Now, really, that is 
a, a complete um, destruction of business value. Uh, and therefore, getting a lawyer involved, actually, and, and getting prompting um, the process to be progressed more quickly, ended up with that being resolved, the embargo lifted, and admissions um, being reinstated. Mm. And having not had representation for such a long time, I guess those types of investigation can feel a bit like a runaway train where nobody's really taking control. And I think we've both found that having somebody there who's holding an authority or the CQC to account, it makes them meet their obligations a little bit more willingly, I, I would imagine. Yeah, I would agree with that. Paul, you had a case over the summer, speaking of runaway trains, that involved the CQC. Uh, that was a, a huge case and you were able to become involved at a certain stage there. Yes, CQC um, inspected a provider without any warning. Uh, they were very, very aggressive. I mean, providers are concerned about appearing to be aggressive, but CQC were very, very aggressive. It transpired after we investigated the matter that CQC were actually acting as an agent really for another public service agency who had a particularly different agenda. Mm. And when we looked at things, the accusations that had been made by CQC were weak. They were in many cases completely wrong and a proper analysis, I have to say, with good solid clients who were able to come back quickly with good answers to all the issues, made the case look completely different. And in the result, we managed to resolve matters with the CQC and with the tribunal in a very satisfactory term so that the business was completely exonerated from criticism. And I think that's a perfect example of, of having someone on your side, I guess. I think that this short talk has been illuminating and I meet so many people who even say to us when we're at symposiums or when we're at, a, at any kind of event, they will approach us and say, I didn't even know that I could take a solicitor to a meeting or even more terrifying is I didn't even know that I could hold the regulator to account. So thank you both for sharing um, some little gems there about your own experiences. What I would say to anybody watching this film who is having an issue with a regulator or any kind of commissioner through an investigation, an inquest, safeguarding, something that even makes you feel slightly uncomfortable about the way that you run your business and you feel pressure, we would always advise that you take legal advice or even be prepared to just fight your corner a little bit more strongly because those parties will certainly be strong with you. Thank you for watching. As ever, we welcome any suggestions for topics that you'd like us to discuss in the next instalment of In Conversation with Redouts. If you have any questions, please have a look at our website, www.ridout-law.com, or give us a call on the details following the end of this. Thank you. <laughs>